0: Welcome to the Harmony Church podcast. For more information on service times, any upcoming events, or joining a life group, please check out our website, harmonychurch.nz. We really hope this week's podcast blesses you. Wow, it's so wonderful that we can be together in spirit. We may not be physically together. I'm speaking to a camera like this in my home like this, but it's wonderful. Like, you know, this morning I saw a Tui. No, I didn't see a tui. I saw a fantail. Now, we don't see many fantails in our garden. And maybe it's because there's not that much noise around the place that the kind of the birds, those kind of special birds come back into our garden. And it was just beautiful to see God's creation. I'm looking outside here to the beautiful creation. So it's wonderful to worship with you this morning and to share the word with you this morning. Well, in real Gideon fashion, I want to start with something funny. So here we go. A husband notices his wife's hearing is deteriorating and decides to visit a doctor for advice. I can't speak to my wife directly as she may find it offensive given her old age, he says to the doctor. There's a simple trick. You can try to determine her hearing, says the doctor. Simply ask her a question at a distance, and if she doesn't hear you, move slightly closer and ask again until she hears you. That night, the husband arrives home and sees his wife in the kitchen cooking. He thinks to himself, what a perfect opportunity to test her hearing. She stands in the doorway of the kitchen and promptly asks What's for dinner, honey? No answer. So he moves closer. What's for dinner, honey? Still no answer. So he moves even closer. What's for dinner, honey? Still his wife doesn't answer. He now sees how serious her hearing problem is. At this point, he's standing right next to his wife. What's for dinner, honey? And she replies, for the fourth time, we're having chicken. Do you get this? Who's got the hearing problem? She was answering him all along. Some people need to understand this. (laughs) What's going on? It's wonderful. We're kind of preaching here together. It's Jonathan, Catherine, me, and Saskia, and Fabian, and the dog, and three cats. And so this is my audience here today and of course you here together. Now it's wonderful how we can be connected like this in the spirit. And I love to hear and to see messages from all over the globe coming onto our social media, in particular these pastors and people who think they have to say something. They say something and there's so much encouraging stuff in there. Some funny stuff, some weird stuff, but also some really good stuff that comes through the airwaves to encourage us more than ever before. And I love all of us sharing our stories, sharing jokes, sharing our time together. What a privilege it is that we can still be connected through the internet. Wow, can you imagine if we did not have the internet right now? So praise God for the internet. Amen? Amen. I can hear you cheering. I've got to assume that you're cheering right now and thanking God for this. There's so much Aroha, there's so much love being spread around the place. We have our, our new dog here, which is, she's so cute. And um, it kind of gives us a bit of a distraction uh, in our time here. It's a bit of a focus as a family, uh, that we don't kind of go crazy together. And, uh, and the dog gives us a lot of Aroha, a lot of love and a lot of uh, sympathy that we can just be together like this, it's just wonderful like this. And I hope in your bubble that you also have some things that you can focus on. And like Catherine said before, if you need any help, any support, uh, there are the different media, mediums that you can contact us, please, by email or by messenger. And we will be in touch with you in that regard. Well, more than ever before now, we need to communicate. We need to share the love. And so maybe you can call somebody. Maybe you can FaceTime somebody. Maybe you can email somebody. Maybe you can write a letter Still go to let us still go around anyway, whatever. Just contact somebody on the phone and encourage people right at this time, amen. Amen. Well, um, last week I talked about faith triumphing over fear. That we need to stay in faith and that faith overcomes fear in our lives, and that we need to learn to speak to the fear, speak to the anxiety that we may be having and that we stand in faith, that we stand on the word of God, that we stand trusting in Jesus Christ and the promises of God. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but we've been given a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. Don't you think we need that these days? Love, God is love. Perfect love casts out all fear. We need to see the love of God in our lives and the power of God. I'll talk a bit more about this later. The power of God, the authority that we have to make good decisions in Jesus' name. And also a sound mind, to stay in our sound mind. Not to be always um, uh, uh, determined and, and influenced by all the noises around the world. That you stay in the word of God and you stay sound with a sound mind in your life. So my encouragement to you is to stop partnering with fear and to start partnering with faith in jesus name we are of a different kingdom we are seated in heavenly places our citizenship is in heaven yes also in new zealand and in my case also in holland but our citizenship is in heaven we are in this world but not of this world and we live a supernatural life although we live in a natural world and there is a difference and you can trust god in these days Now, we can make the choice to walk in faith. It's a choice that we can make instead of being swept away by the media, being swept away by the things that we see around us. 2 Corinthians says this, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Not the stuff that we see. We walk by faith in God. I love this in the Passion Translation. For we live by faith and not by what we see in With our eyes, the circumstances. So we need to look to Jesus and not to our circumstances. You know, God, even in this time, has not changed, He is faithful. He is faithful to you. He's faithful to me. Faithful, filled with faith for you and for me. He will not let us go. He will not let us fail. He will empower us. He will strengthen us through this time. He will protect us. He will fill us with his presence. And what he does too is he is actually constantly thinking about you and me. It says here in 1 Peter 5, let him have all your worries and cares, for he always thinks about you and is watching everything that concerns you, even in this time, even next to the coronavirus, just life, just the things that is going on. He is watching over you, he is thinking about you. Isaiah 26:3 says this: You that's God will keep. In perfect peace, all those who trust in you, all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. See, even peace is not necessarily automatic. Because we can have the Prince of Peace living inside of us by the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't mind that that's controlling you. It may be something else. It may be your mind. It may be, again, the vision that you see the circumstances that are going on around you. Get worried about these things and and fear and anxiety comes your way. But he gives us peace. But the way to do it is to actually believe that he's giving you that peace. It's actually focusing on Jesus. And when we start focusing on Jesus, then this river, when we talked about the Puku, the river starts flowing and peace starts flowing into your brain, into your emotions. The love of God, the joy of the Holy Spirit, even in these circumstances. I'm reminded of Paul. Paul was, was, was he was lashed, he was shipwrecked, he was, all kinds of things happened to him. But still he can say in all these things, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. We as Christians... Can be joyful, hopeful, and peaceful in times of need, in times of crisis, because of the Holy Spirit that, w- that lives inside of us and works through everything. Can I have a great amen right amen. now? Amen. Amen. If you don't hear amen from somebody next door, like the amen here, then you just kind of give your wife an elbow or your friends say, hey, let's be involved with this. Amen. So my question to you is right now, are you trusting in God today? Are you Trusting in God today. Are you fixed on Jesus today? You have a choice to make. You can either focus on evil and partner with fear, anxiety, depression, or whatever's going on in your life. Or we can together focus on Jesus and we start partnering with love, with joy, with peace, with power, with faith. It's a much better life. So why don't we do this? The choice is yours. You have given the freedom to say, yes, Lord, I will walk in faith. Now, the message today, that was kind of from last week, the message this week is I want to go through Psalm 91 with all of you, and I'm going to have a drink. I know you're having coffees and milkshakes and whatever you're having at your, last week people had popcorn, popcorn. Anyway, bless you. It's really good, (laughs) whatever you're having today, a nice cup of coffee or Milo or chai, which I really, really like. Now, Psalm 91, written by David, is one of the most powerful psalms in the Bible. And for thousands of years, the Jews have seen this as a psalm, particularly in times of crisis, a psalm of protection. And they would declare it. They say it's got a supernatural power. To, ...to declare the things over our lives of protection... ...in particular at this particular time in our lives... ...in the whole protection of the virus... ...and the whole economic thing that's going on... ...and the whole ripple effect of what's going on in the world today. So get your Bible. I think this is also going to be on the screen. But get your Bible. We're going to go through Psalm 91 from the New King James... ...and we'll also go through it in the Passion Translation at the same time. Let's start declaring this Psalm over our lives, over our families over our businesses it's going to be absolutely faith building and encouraging here we go psalm 91 verse 1 he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty he who dwells in the secret place when you take that to the new covenant we are seated with christ in heavenly places Yes, we are living here in a body, but our spirit is connected with Christ. If you are a Christian, you're born again, you're one with Christ, and you're seated with him in heavenly places, in full authority, power, and the things of God are available to us. In the passion, it says this, when you sit enthroned, which we are, under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God. As we are seated in heavenly places, even that strengthens us in our natural life here, in right now, in this crisis, in the situation. Wow, what a powerful word to us. Verse 2. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In whom I will trust. Now it's very interesting here that he actually says to say it. We actually got to declare it. We got to believe it. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and we say the amen. There's so many promises that God has given to us. We've had a whole month, last month, of talking about how, how, we, how most things in the Christian world are received in the Christian received. But they're activated on by faith. And even here, acted upon by faith in your life. So we say it, we speak it, we believe it. There's so much power in declaration. Declaring the things of God in our lives. This is the passion. God, he is the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me and my great comfort. God is our great confidence. He is the stronghold in our lives. He is the rock that we build our lives on and we can completely trust Him. Amen. Amen. Verse 3. Surely He shall deliver you. Everybody say deliver you. Thank Thank you. you. Deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Well, that's a big word. Perilous pestilence. Everybody say it. Perilous, oh, pestilence. <laughs> Thank you. Perilous means to danger. It's the perilous mean peril. You know, it's danger. And pestilence means things like any infection or fatal disease that is widespread, uh, any epidemic disease or whatever that's highly contagious. All these things are are called this whole thing if pestilence. And so God says, I will deliver you from the pestilence, including COVID. 19 and any other diseases i love this in the passion watch this he will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusations and some people say amen some of you have been falsely accused he will protect you from this and he will show himself faithful and you will be vindicated in jesus name and any deadly curse now the curse here in the aramaic actually also can mean the poisoned arrow. And if you think about this, this, this virus again and any other disease, they're poisoned arrows that are shot at us. God will rescue us from these. And everybody say, amen. 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 Verse 4. He what a great psalm, isn't it, guys? We're just going to go through every verse because I want you to declare this every day over your household, over your business All in a row, of course, in a sequence. But I want to go through it and just highlight each verse for you and us as we declare this over our lives and we meditate on this. He shall cover you with his feathers. And under his wings, you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Come on, what a great word this is. The feathers of God. I love this in the Passion. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. Isn't that beautiful? His arms of faithfulness are a shield to keep you from harm. Now about a week ago I woke up and I saw this big hand over New Zealand and I really felt it was the hand of God over my home Over your home, over Christchurch, over our church, over New Zealand. I felt there was something about God's hand over New Zealand, protecting New Zealand. Now we know the virus is a little bit here, but we're going to believe that it's not going to escalate like other nations in Jesus' name. And this is an invitation to pray. God loves us. His hand is on our nation like every other nation, but it's activated again. Remember by prayer. So let's pray right now. Father, we thank you that your hand of protection is over our household, is over Christchurch, church, over our church, over every church, over this nation in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that you are eradicating this virus in the name of Jesus, that we send it back to hell where it came from, that it will no longer um, sacrifice lives. People are getting sick. Father, we pray for your protection over this nation in every way by the power of the holy spirit come on everybody say amen. amen in jesus name first wife you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the here we go again the pestilence the virus that walks in darkness nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday This virus, like any other virus, like the flu and any other virus, they're unseen. They kind of walk in darkness. You cannot see these things. He says, don't be afraid of it. And the Passionate says this, you will never worry. Everybody say "Never never worry. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Look at this. Don't fear a thing. Come on, this deserves to be said together. Come on, all together. Don't fear a thing. It's the word of God. You've got to speak it out and believe it. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. Isn't it wonderful? Jesus says, don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Stay in faith. Stay in faith. Don't fear anything. Verse 7. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand. That's our dog. But it shall not come near your tent. In the Passion Translation, even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, well, right now, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. This is the word of God. Now, I know we're in a war and there's casualties and things will happen, even to Christians. Jesus says in this in this world you have trouble, but I've overcome the world. But there are casualties, but we can trust God and we can speak this over our lives, speak this over our families, speak this over our businesses that would we'll be unharmed, unscathed in Jesus' name. Verse 9, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague Come near your dwelling. Well, that is a beautiful promise. Look at these two things that God is saying here. He says, you make me your dwelling place. That means like we value his presence more than anything else in our lives. We love him. We worship him. We stay in the presence of God and stay in faith. He says, then no evil will fall upon you, nor shall any plague Come near your dwelling, which is your house, nor near your dwelling. What a beautiful, what a beautiful scripture, what a beautiful promise. We need to pray this every day over our households, over our dwellings, over our families, in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. The Passion Translation says this, look at this. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, He is our secret hiding place. We will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? I'll say it again. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? It's a real invitation to focus on God. To remain in Him. For Him to be our hiding place. I tell you, many of us have more time now than before. Now, I know some of us are still working. You're working from home and that's fine. But still, you haven't got all those social engagements. You haven't to go to soccer and rugby and whatever. You're not going to the movies or anything. You got more time than before. How wonderful if we could use this month or however long it takes to seek God and to worship Him and to spend time with Him every day. There's really no excuse right now, is there? Really, spend time with Him. I believe things are going to change in your life. I had a feeling the other day, the sense of God that He's bringing divine order into our lives not just in our personal lives i believe and we see it all around the world that is also using this to bring divine order into other things in life because god will have his way amen he will have his way and he will use this because he uses all things for his glory in jesus name amen so this is important what a powerful promise Of this disease that will not infect us. What I wrote this down: a powerful promise of protection. PPP. A powerful promise of protection. But again, it is not automatic we need to speak it, we need to believe it, it's activated by faith, faith is the currency of heaven, that's how things get activated, that's how promises get fulfilled, it's not just automatic, you can't just lie in bed like you're doing right now, I love you lying in bed, It's not the issue, the issue is right in bed, you can't just be laissez-faire about this, we need to be activated and we need to speak these things out in the name of Jesus and when we speak it out and have faith behind it, then things start to be activated. Things start to happen in your life. Can I have a good amen? Amen. 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 Verse 11, we're almost there. For he, What a beautiful psalm. Isn't it amazing? Verse 11, for he shall give you his angels. Hey, we're not alone. It's not just the Holy Spirit. Angels are involved, Charge over you to keep you in all your ways in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra the young lion and the serpent and you shall trample underneath angels are working full time in our lives they're protecting us sometimes we don't we, we never see well I don't see them some of the people in our church they see angels I don't see angels I see one angel sitting here my wife and uh, little angel the dog and anyway but the thing is though uh, you know i actually like angel as a dog name but that's not the issue again um so 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 the angels angels are in our lives most of us would have at least or all of us are christians you have at least one or two angels all the time with you and so when we don't know no 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 this and we don't always acknowledge this but they're there and here it says in the word what they do in the hands they shall bear you up let's just uh, it says look at this in the, in the passion translation God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go. Looks like a movie, man. God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there. For you, and keep you from stumbling, you'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. Come on. Beneath your feet. So angels defend us from harm. They keep us from stumbling, even the fiercest powers of darkness. Now you have to know, then when it says in Hebrew here, those animals, when it says lions, snakes, and dragons... Those three things actually are great symbols of satanic power. And so what God is saying here to us is that we have power over the enemy. The virus is an enemy or whatever other sickness, cancer, flu, whatever sickness, whatever is not from God, it's an enemy. It says here we have power over the enemy. Last week, Catherine was alluding to it. I had somebody call me after the service, and she says, I was watching your program, I was watching this this service, and she says, my flu completely left me. I was healed in the service. So whatever you're healing, what you need right now in healing, Jesus is the healer. And he can heal you right now. Reach out to him by faith and say, Jesus, I need your healing touch. Heal me of whatever thing that is bothering you. We have authority. We've been given authority by God to speak against these viruses, to speak against any disease that comes our way. Amen? Amen. Verse 14. But because he, that's us, has set his love upon me, God says... Therefore I will deliver him, and I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I shall answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him, with long life, and show him my salvation. Salvation is the word sozo, healed, saved, and delivered. That's what God gives to us. He gives us his salvation. Now, what I really like about this, the two keys of staying in the secret place and staying in this place of trust and in this place of peace, two things. One is here we see is worship. Worship. It says here, because he has set his love upon me to love on God, to worship him, to acknowledge him and to give him praise. One of the keys in this time to grow to stay in peace to stay in faith is to worship him i suggest every day you take time just to worship him you're still allowed to go outside you're still allowed to walk through the park just go worship if it's too noisy at home go and worship him amen now there's a second reason look at this in the same verses here another key is prayer prayer look it says here he shall call upon me and I shall answer him. So we call, we pray to God, and he shall answer us, and he will be of us in, in trouble, and deliver us, and honor us. Wow, what powerful promises we have in Psalm 91, and I pray that you will declare this over your life, even, even every day. There's other Psalms that are powerful, other scriptures. But say to the Lord, and often have communion at the same time, which will be celebrated in a moment, the blood of Jesus, also very powerful, the word of God, very powerful, and the blood, very, very powerful in this regard. And then to top all things off, what does he say here? He says, and I will give you a long life. Come on, we declare this. I declare this over my family every morning when I have communion. I declare it over David and Jonathan and Saskia and Fabian and my wife and my mother and my brother and his wife and those two boys, Max and Noah in Holland. My, my immediate family, I declare life over them, long life over them, that no disease would fall upon them, no sickness would come into their place, the blood of Jesus over their lives, and you can do the same. Isn't this encouraging as we finish here? If you watch this 91 you see that we are covered all over In verse one it says four sorry verse four he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge so here you are your head is covered if you like then look at this in verse 12 in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone so your feet are covered and then in, in verse 7, he says, and thousands may fall on your side, like on the left, and 10,000 on your right hand, but they shall not come near you. You are covered from top to bottom, from side to side by God. The angels are protecting you. And also the blood of Jesus is protecting you. In the new covenant, we see that the blood of Jesus is so incredibly powerful in our lives. And this, it protects us. It washes us. It strengthens us in our lives. I just want to say today that God loves you. He really does. He loves you. And He's got you in His arms. He's got His arms wrapped around you. And He is strengthening you right now. Don't go anywhere else to find hope. Find hope in God. Because He is there for you every time you call upon Him. Now, I'd like to finish in this way. I would like you all to close your eyes because I want to read a few verses. These last few verses, I want to read it in the Passion Translation as a declaration over you, as a blessing over you. So why don't all of us close your eyes and just receive this blessing from God to you as I read His Word to you. Here we go. Verse 14. For here is what the Lord is speaking to you because you have delighted in me as my great lover I will greatly protect you I will set you in a high place safe and secure before my face I will answer your cry for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence even In your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation father we thank you for your word father we thank you for psalm 91 father we thank you that we just say and speak this over our lives there was so much in this psalm that we've been reading just now and lord every verse has got something of promise into our lives father we want to declare this over our lives declare this over our families declare this over our businesses declare this over our government declare this over our nation in the name of jesus you are worthy of our praise you are worthy of everything we honor you in jesus name amen